Hello and welcome. I'm Danner. And I'm Janner. And welcome to Mama's Boy, a mother-son podcast where we have mm, slightly unhinged conversations about life. I've been letting you off the hook the last few podcasts, and I've been taking it easy on you. You have been. And you have seemed rather disappointed in it, so I came back in a big way. Well, I was expecting... I'm Danner. I know. Well, I'm getting there. But I was coming back in a big, obnoxious way just to see your face, (laughs) because I think everybody's expecting that from the Danner. And Janner. On episode... What is that? 14. 14? Yeah, because we were just talking about lucky, unlucky number 13 mm-hmm. last step. Mm-hmm. So we're 14. So, sorry, I'm looking at the vocal waves here on the pod. That I came out in a big way. I'm going to have to compress that so I don't blow people's ears out. Good thinking. But I was excited. I, cause I you, every tell. time I was leaving it up to you, you were... Uh, you're going, what? What do I... What no, do I do? Well, I was waiting for you. Well, I used to come out of the gate with, let's get ready to rumble. And you'd go, oh, come on. That's stupid. Okay, see? Yeah, stupid. and it was. It was not stupid. I have rave reviews. From you? I liked it. <laughs> I liked it a lot. So there is that. Okay. Uh-oh, what's happening here? Peter's freaking out. Are we all recording still? Let's check, 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 check it out. Yeah, well, I like to start this podcast. I might be doing a little talking at the beginning. Okay. But I got some thoughts up on my head. Tell me. So let's just talk. Tell me. First one is an apology. To who? You. Me? Yeah. You were right. I know. <laughs> you were right. I was waiting for that. You were right. I uh, mean, as soon as... Okay, we were talking about Tom Hanks in Green Mile. The Green Mile. And as soon as I grabbed that disc, I knew you were right. You know, it's like Avatar, you know, they connect hairs with like the animals and they like link up. It was like as soon as I touched that DVD, I was like, oh yeah, I remember what happens at the end. I have no idea what Avatar... Avatar, remember they, they take their hairs? What? Remember at the movie Avatar? I don't remember it. The big blue guys? Yeah, but I yeah. don't remember much of it. Yeah, when they want to like ride the thing or they connect with the trees, they're like hairs braid together. I had I don't remember that. Right. But I did remember the Green Mile. Okay, you did. And so uh, I, I did remember it at the beginning too, but it was too late because I had already argued with it on the pod. Yeah. So have you learned a lesson about arguing with your mother? Mm, yeah. That... I suppose. Not to do that? <laughs> Just don't do it. Don't do it? Yeah, I did learn a lesson. Okay. So, Thank you for um, the apology. I you're accepted. welcome. The Green Mile, that's on you. Yeah, you he, were right. He lives, he lives a long time. He lives a long time. time. And you were right. But is it forever? Because you said forever. You said he lives forever. No, no, no. I said a really, really long time. No, I never said, because he even said in the movie, I know that eventually I'll die. Yeah, that's why. Because I just forgot if you had said forever or just a long time. No, I knew he wouldn't live because he was aging, obviously. Yeah. Well, that's why I didn't know if you just maybe like you hit a you hit a certain age limit. How's your back there? I just had to adjust a pillow. Yeah, because we're sprawled out. Mm-hmm. One of these days, I just need to take pictures of the pod setting because we just <laughs> this is a whole scene. We look like some grunge balls. Sorry. What? Oh, yeah. Your shorts today. Your shorts are short, Tanner. <laughs> shorts are short. My gardening shorts. Eyes up, eyes up high. Eyes up high. I don't want to see that. Everything's popping out. Oh, I don't want to gar- see that gardening shit. Gardening shorts. Um. Well, then the next half of the pod, 
not half. I don't know why I said that. Not half the pod. I'm not gonna talk for half the pod. I'm not gonna talk I for. Hope a, not. Yeah, I'm not gonna talk for a long time either. Okay. Um, but the next one is recently due to our last pod, I was I had a little learning lesson, Tell and me. that is, words are powerful. Mm-hmm. And so to those listening, I did say in our previous podcast that I had nobody in my life but my family. And I, when I shoot from the hip and my brain runs wild, I speak in absolutes. And so that wasn't entirely true. And so my words ended up hurting people. And because of that, I learned to be very careful with my words, which was a lesson I thought I had learned. And it took another lesson to kind of knock it home for me. Yes. I mean, sometimes we do, I mean, life is a learning lesson. Yes. We're not perfect creatures. Exactly. It was a big mistake. And because I've had some amazing people in my life and I have friends right now. So I wasn't like shitting on everybody. Right. And that's how it sounded. Um, And I just speak in absolutes and it just came out as I've had nobody at all forever, which isn't all the truth. And I just spoke it, but I didn't realize the depth of my words. Mm -hmm. So it was a learning lesson. And so I was thinking about that on my run today. I was just like, you know, we're constantly learning and improving. And that was another one that I thought I had more of a grasp on was being careful with my words Mm -hmm. and how I say them to people and their meaning. And, you know, even though I take them one way, it could be taken another. And I had to relearn it again recently. Mm -hmm. And so because of that, there was other things. I was in the gym and I made a little list of of just some learning lessons that were kind of gym learning lessons that I thought. You know, I'm going to speak about these. Can I just throw in a quick little uh, intelligent quip? Of course, because you're intelligent. I want your quips. So um, when I was in high school and driving, there was a gas station at Phillips 66 that always had little sayings on their board in front of this, the gas station. And I would always pass it on my way to Casa Bonita on my way to work. And one that stuck Please in my mind, which us. is so appropriate for right now, it said, the spoken word... Like a stone throne cannot be retrieved. True. True. And I I had to, I I was thinking about, well, I was also thinking about your, I don't know why I've mentioned it twice on here, but the whole nail and wood thing that always Mm -hmm. sticks with me with words too, because Mm -hmm. you can say them and you can apologize. You can do whatever with that nail, but the whole remains. And Mm -hmm. so that's also the other kind of flip side to it. Like the stone, you can't get back, but also be careful. You know, because right. the wood can never be the same after you've punched the nail through it. Yeah. Um, but well, I like I, that quip. I speak through the on the hip too sometimes, and you're right. Sometimes we need to be more thoughtful. Well, about especially what when we're say. just potting, because it's just I, it's fun, and I want it to remain fun for us. Right. You know, this is just a fun thing, so I don't always like. I don't. We don't have this pre-written or pre-planned. You know, we're just going, and sometimes the what's fun of it for me is I can just kind of like hit the full throttle on ADD. I can just kind of speak and me and you laugh and you tend to get me and understand me. I don't know if everyone else out there does, but I don't care because me and you are having fun doing it. But that's what's kind of fun. And in return, it bit me a little bit because mm-hmm. I was just just speaking. I, I wasn't I wasn't really putting a lot of meaning behind it. I was just kind of word vomit. Yeah, it was a little bit of word vomit. But it, it was it was an untruthful statement. You know, mm-hmm. I've had some people in my life and, mm-hmm. and I still have some good friends that, that have been around. Mm-hmm. Um, my point on that, and then we can move on, was simply that there's been a, more people in my life that I feel like I've given a lot to that mm-hmm. are no longer here mm-hmm. and those have stuck around. Mm-hmm. But to say an absolute such as I've had nobody besides my family 
was a lie, quite okay. frankly, and it wasn't a truth. Sure. So I just I had to learn my lesson on the 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 weight of words and what could seem simple and not simple. I had to learn that lesson. So I learned that one recently. I thought I'd clear that one out because we do have some people that listen constantly to this podcast and we're grateful for that. And there's some people that know, you know, who we are personally and unpersonally. And um, although we're having fun with it, we still, you know, there's a little bit of delicacy to what we say we have to bring. Exactly. So, so here's my gym quips. Please tell me. Cause I was just kind of, I was thinking, I was thinking about this and then, I was, I was thinking about the gym and like, you know, life lessons in the gym. So my first one I had was that the importance of showing up, that the first step is always just to show up. And that's in life, right? Like if you commit to something, show up to it, show up and be there. Walk through the door. Yeah. Walk through the door. You've got to, you've got to make that first effort. You know what I mean? Like I see, and I was thinking about it cause I see all the oldies in there and I see young guys too. I see all sorts of people, but I, I never really judge it because I'm always like, you know, everyone showed up. They got here. And I was thinking about how that's in life. Like, even if you fumble or do whatever, if you just showed up or you said what you were going to do or you held true to your morals, that's important. Yes. I like that lesson. Step, step, step. Look at me. These are the, these are the 12 steps becoming a better person. <laughs> Thing number two. Thing what? number two. It's okay to start slow. Just start. That was another thing that I was looking at. That like everyone was on different weights. Everyone was always doing different things. But you just got to start. It's overwhelming. There's a lot going on. I remember I was scared when I first went to the gym. But I just kept my head down and focused. And it was just, just start. If you've got a goal, if you've got something you want to do, start it. There's an Indian saying. Oh, I like this one. I think I know where The going. walk of a thousand miles begins with one step. Right. And I think that's cool, too. Because mm-hmm. on any journey, you just you have to just do it. and Which is kind of fun about this podcast, too. Because I think what kind of took us along, and, and I remember bringing it up to people. People were like, what are you supposed to talk about? What are you going to do? And it's like, I don't, I don't know. But we just have to do it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's morphed. And we didn't know. And at least for me, I kind of... The, the, you know, those words stuck with me and I kind of was like, well, what are we going to do? What are going to be topics? Is anybody going to blah, blah, blah. But, but we just had to get going and it's still evolving. You know, what we're talking about, what we say, <laughs> I mean, it's, 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 it's changing. It's weird. It's following, but we started, you right. know, and I love it. And it's, we're here and we're on episode 14. So we just got to start things. Just do it. Well, and I think part of that, what you've been teaching me is manifested because mm-hmm. I, it's easy to say, I, uh, yeah, let's start a podcast someday. Yeah. Let's do that someday. And I probably would have kept saying that had you not say, we're going to manifest it and we're going to do it. Yeah. Picture what it looks like. Yeah. I mean, there's a big step to that. I mean, picture what it looks like and what it feels like to have something you want, but you, you just have to get going after it. You have mm-hmm. to do it, mm-hmm. you know, and, um, This lesson kind of came about because of the larger folks in the gym. Because I actually look at them and go, man, that's cool. Like you see people in there that are super in shape and lifters. And I'm just not as, I'm impressed. I'm just not as impressed, you know, because those, they've been doing it forever. And it took them courage when they first got in to get, you know, be the big bodybuilding type but that those people that are really overweight, you know, that are sitting there and big people, oh man, take some balls. I just, I couldn't imagine being that overweight and just, you still showed up. You still walked into the gym and you said, I'm going to do this. They made the decision. Yeah. And they sat there. It doesn't matter what it is. I don't, they're going one mile an hour on a treadmill or whatever. They're they're not, they're breaking away from whatever norm they're used to. Mm -hmm. And I, this is like, they just started. 
They did. They didn't care. It might be tough. They might go home and cry, or they might be rejoy, whatever. But they did it, right? right. And so I thought that was that was kind of neat. Life lessons to happiness with Dan number three. <laughs> number three, look at your own treadmill. I see a lot of people, or when I was on the treadmill, I felt a lot of people looking at what you're doing. And it's the same saying, grass is always greener. Look at your own treadmill. It's okay. If somebody's next to you and they're sprinting a thousand miles an hour, you don't have to sprint. You can take it slow. You can walk, find your rhythm, find your groove. Right. Mind your treadmill. Because you, know you I mean? may think to yourself, those people are judging me because I'm going so slow. Exactly. No, you said no. it before. No one cares. Yeah, they had to They had to get there. They had to start just like you. And mm -hmm. and I, I'll i see it. I'll look around after a set and I'm kind of looking around. I see other people just always looking. Or you, I mean, you can tell. They're looking at what weight they're lifting. So, I mean, who cares if you're doing it? I'm not like, it doesn't upset me that you're actually looking, but I just pulled the life lesson out of just, just mind your treadmill, you know, watch your treadmill. It's, mm -hmm. it's your body. It's your life. You know, take control of it. If you know, mind your treadmill, grass is always greener. Don't forget to water your own grass. Right. You know, your and oil your there. treadmill and oil your treadmill. Make sure, make sure that belt's nice and tight. Yes. Life lessons that'll change your life forever. Number four with Dan, slow down. Slow down a little bit. On the treadmill? In life. In the uh, gym. I see people. I call one guy. Um, I just call him like my, I, in my head. It's a dumb nickname, but I call him Microhead because he does, he does, <laughs> he does really fast micro movements. Oh, I thought he had a small head. No. Well, he's disproportionate. He, I mean, now that I'm thinking about him, he kind of has a, but you know, I just call everything head. Like, oh, this is a dog head. This yeah, is, you know, like, so he's just Microhead to me, but <laughs> Uh, he just and again I'm glad he's there he's doing it he's one of the regulars I see him all the time okay. he's a strong dude but he sits there and he just he, he does huge amounts of weight but he micro he micro pushes like this is that good is that a good exercise not generally if you want to build muscle so he might have his own routine again I'm not judging him but a lot of times what's better for your body and I think most people can agree is like when you're weight training is, is nice slow movements good techniques and, and a weight that's appropriate and I'm not, I'm not giving gym lessons here. I was just, you know, for the most part where you'll find success, especially if you're starting to weight lift, it's just to slow things down a little bit. Mm -hmm. Make sure you're doing it right. You know, make sure everything's right for your body and your type. Yes. And all that. That's why I'm not judging him because microhead, his micro movements could be perfect for what he's going for. Right. I don't know his goals. They just look a little bit silly. They look silly. very silly. <laughs> very silly. Because that's every machine, every type of weight lift micro micro movements just <laughs> just baby movements and like thousands of pounds and he's it's just a silly guy but um but i just thought it was just you know slow down it's okay to slow down a little mm -hmm. bit you don't have to bust your ass in the gym and hurt yourself and slow down slow down in life smell the roses mm -hmm. everything, mm -hmm. everything's beautiful everything's okay yes slow down a little bit okay so those are my little gym quips well those were pretty impressive Thank you. They all kind of came to me rapid fire too. Cause like, especially when I'm on my weightlifting days, cause you know, you weightlift and then usually I give about 30 seconds in between. Right. So it just kind of, I take a deep breath and that's where a lot of my thoughts come from. And so I was just looking around and it's kind of hit me. Remember those, the book series, chicken soup for the soul. Yeah. Your chicken soup for the gym. Yeah. I'm chicken, I'm chicken soup. Yeah, <laughs> for the gym. For the gym. Yeah, I was trying to think of mm -hmm. something cool, you know. You I had like a, a big author. ring. Yeah, yeah, I want, yeah. Mm -hmm. I just wanted some like rad name. 
like like hearty soup for dense bones. So while you were thinking in the gym today, I did my gardening this morning when it was birds are singing, it's beautiful out and it's cool. And I had a weird thought too. You know, sometimes just weird thoughts pop into your brain. Like mother, like son. Yes. So I'm <laughs> gardening. I've got a handful of weeds and this sweet older woman with her husband walking a dog and she shouts out to me your garden is just beautiful and I said appropriately you know thank you so much I love to garden and then I'm going back to my my stuff and I thought what if an alien or somebody came down who didn't really know our our how we do pleasantries and she said to me your garden is just beautiful and I responded no shit Sherlock (laughs) yeah duh yeah yeah duh (laughs) you think so yeah (laughs) or mind your own (laughs) keep her moving (laughs) (laughs) no just like weird responses what if what if you just give a a well it was it was like I didn't mean to interrupt you but what was that one movie that I was catching a piece of where he is an alien in the skin where the main actor looks like dad. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, oh, yes. Yeah. Because it was kind of like that where he was learning mannerisms and all his, like, he didn't quite know. Star Was it Starman? Starman. Yeah. Yeah, Starman. Yeah. Uh-huh. I just caught that one piece of it, but that's what it reminded me of. An alien in his skin trying to figure out, you know, some of those communities. I didn't see the whole movie, so I don't know if I'm way off, but the part I saw, he was trying to figure out, you know, and he's like looking at his yeah. hands and trying to figure out how to communicate. Yeah, right. if you didn't know. Because there's some things that are just, they're pleasantries, and that's how, it, uh, that's polite mannerisms. And then mm-hmm. another neighbor walked by, and I'm gardening, of course, and he said, are you enjoying this beautiful day? No. No. Hell no. Mm-hmm. No. Sometimes I think too, like I think small talk is so silly. The things we say, you know, I overanalyze things. So sometimes I just hear small talk and I'm like, it's just so silly that we do that. And like, if you didn't understand, I mean, it's being polite. I get the nature of it. Right. I'm just saying some of the things we say to each other just to like make basic small talk is just so silly. But but it is like, you know, if you always say someone, hi, how you doing? And always the answer should be fine. Great. How are you? Yeah. When maybe you aren't, mm-hmm. but they certainly don't expect, Hey, how are you doing? Oh, not so good. You know, I've got some bursitis going on. People don't <laughs> start going really into really uh-huh. want to know how yeah, you're doing. Exactly. That was a great example of why I think it's silly yeah. because you don't, you ask, it's a pleasantry. It's being polite. It shows that you care at a very surface level. Right. But yeah, there's just a standard to it. It's it, just a standard kinda... greeting that people are, are to adhere to. And I would be put off if, if someone, <laughs> <laughs> said my garden was beautiful and I said no shit no shit you know I, oh. that's not that's not right and I'm not endorsing those types of conversations yeah I was just chuckling to myself thinking what if I had shouted out a really bizarre answer to her yeah you know how <laughs> how how weird that would be yeah you know? it would be odd it's kind of like when we were talking and I showed you that video but they're like that um, kid who just ran into that coffee shop and started making oh, yeah, yeah. all those noises and stuff uh-huh. and just, just like screaming and then talking and basically talking gibberish. It's like the same thing. Like you don't realize how much of our life is just following kind of basic norms. Mm-hmm. And as soon as you step outside of that, it's like, what? Yeah. This is so bizarre. You know right. what I mean? And it doesn't really affect anybody. It's just like mind blowing. They're like, wait, we 
I, that, that's not what they're supposed, you're to, supposed do. to do. That you don't come in here and yell. She's like, not supposed to say that to me. Yeah, if you just went yeah. into a library and talked in a normal vo- voice. Yeah. Hey, good morning. How are you doing? And I'd be like, what the hell? What? Shush up. You need to be quiet. It's just so weird. That standards always just been set for yeah. everything. Why are libraries supposed to be so quiet anyway? It is true. I would yeah. think that there'd be like a, a a quiet section, but to have like a whole library quiet. Yeah. You know, because you would think the idea of a library is to rent a book and go. And I'm glad it's, you know, I'm just thinking back to the beginning. You rent right. your book and you go. Right. And like, at what point did it become the place to read, which in turn meant shut up. Yeah. And be quiet. But I guess a lot of studying goes on in libraries. Yeah. Like I couldn't. Just a place of academia, I guess. Right. And I couldn't sit there and read a book if there was a lot of commotion. No. Yeah, no, I get why it's quiet. But I was just more curious, like, when did that start? You know, because you would think at a basic level, library is a place you come, grab a book and go. But maybe it was all just like the gathering place of historians and stuff, you know, like ancient historians where they would, you know, so that's where they would do their work. And then it refined more to like grab a book and go. But it kept that element of studying and, and using it as a place to... Right. Well, libraries and universities, of Mm. course, you study there so you can get. Do people do that universities? (laughs) I did. Wasn't my experience. (laughs) (laughs) What did you do in your library? Oh, wait, you never went. I did. Did you? You did, didn't you? I did once they uh, put in like a $3 million library that had, you know, the nice coffee shop and the shout out DU. (laughs) Way to spend that tuition money (laughs) on that library. Yeah, because it was kind of an old grungy one. And I mean,. Some of my friends listening, you got y'all might have went a bit more, but not many people used the old the, kind of the first library. It was a little bit stale feeling, you know. You know, you could picture like an old yeah. library that's got the dusty smell, the fluorescence is buzzing away. Yeah, you know, you kind of go into the back parts and you're like, I'm gonna die. There's no doubt I'm going to die in, in section 38 of nonfiction. Like, <laughs> I'm going to die. But they like, really upgraded it. and it, became, it was just so cool. And so I really actually enjoyed it. It was like, I think, end of junior year, senior year. Maybe just senior year. But they really updated it. So I, um, so I stepped out in there. Yeah. But I'm also like, I think I'd value it more now. But I didn't really value like like really sitting down and studying. Like it's cooler now. But like sitting there, my brain would just be everywhere else. Yeah, you could Like, it was just so full of FOMO. Yeah. And just to be everywhere. And, and you do couldn't all that concentrate stuff. on the study? Not really. Not really. I mean, I locked in. I did all right. You, you passed. Know. You got your degree. Yeah. I'm and I did. And there was a lot of there was a lot of classes I thoroughly enjoyed. But for the most part, it was like, it was, that was tough. It was tough. Yeah. It was tough to pull my head out of my butt. Um, I went to Target the other day. And what did you find? And I had another thought. Another tar- a target thought? You have thoughts everywhere. Oh, yeah. I was starting to, start to jot them down. Yeah. I was starting to jot them down. Because, and this is what I thought was kind of funny because I was trying on some clothes, which, men, my male audience, look, this summer, it's eight inch inseam or swim with a toaster. That's it. I've decided that. On your shorts, eight inch inseam. That's the standard now. Oh, is, I tried is, on some nine inch inseams. No, those are hitting the knees. We're not into that anymore. No. We need to bring them up a level. A little bit. We yes. need to bring them up a level. Yeah. Yeah. We're going back to like that 70s vibe. Okay. I'm calling it now. We're going back. We're bringing that. We're bringing that line up. Yeah. So eight inch inseam or nothing. Okay. Or walk around with your wiener flopping. <laughs> that's that's my rule all summer 2022. Eight inch inseam or Eight inch downstream. <laughs> hey. hey. <laughs> but I was there and I was trying shirts on. It was so 
funny to me because I was like, I was in the dressing room trying these shirts on and there was these girls like two down that were trying on all their, I don't even know how, I never even saw them. I just heard their conversation and it felt like, it felt like, um, the guy had stepped into what women might think is a men's locker room. Really? Like, I just felt like the conversation they were having was like just stepping into like a girl's brain. And it was so funny to me because I was like, oh, is this what girls talk about? They're just like, oh, like, out of nowhere. They're like, oh, this clothes. Mm, I wasn't going to go for this crop top. Hey, do you still have that stomach ache? She goes, no, I got rid of that. Man, I could really use a caramel frappiato from Starbucks. And she goes, oh, really? <laughs> That would be so good. Oh my God, this shirt makes my sh my uh, boobs look horrible. <laughs> Seriously, and I'm pushing them together. Take a picture. And there was this long pause. She's like, ew, should I send it? I don't know. Ew, <laughs> I thought this shirt would be better. Gross. This is like I have no boobs at all. What is this? <laughs> That's how they were talking. They were just rapid fire. Like these two girls was like, oh, I thought this top would be different. And then it would just jump to something else. Like, oh, did you talk to so-and-so about this and this? Ew, but ew, you're going to wear those pants? It was like, it was the funniest thing to me. Like, just, I just, just a, a vomit of topics. Yeah, but they were so happy and they were staying in sync about everything. And I was like, this is, this is the equivalent of like men's locker talk where you're just kind of shooting the shit or whatever yeah. and I was like this is girls locker talk where yeah. I was just like got a piece of it where it's just oh hey your stomach is it okay yes girl like clear it up like, that was my favorite part though I was like as soon and then she just goes to Starbucks oh should we get a caramel frappuccino auto <gasps> yes they were so excited that was definitely my favorite part like I jotted that down in my phone because I was like that was absolutely my favorite part it was like this whole like now that my stomach's cleared should we just get the nastiest Starbucks Starbucks we can think of? Yes, let's go do it. Yeah, yeah let's do that. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is, this is what I wrote down. My boobs. Squish them. This is what I look like with no boobs. This is what I look like with boobs. <laughs> like 80% of what I kept hearing is what, like... What age group do you think they were? I can only imagine it's like senior graduates in high school, oh, okay. maybe like okay. a little bit older, but definitely like a high school vibe. Yeah. And then like some of the phone things they were talking about, like sending it to so-and-so kind of gave me like a junior, senior sort yeah. of vibe, but oh, never saw them, laughed it up, walked away. Oh, funny. So I had to share um, that one. And look at this. What? So... I was like, you know, maybe Danner and Janner do a little section where we just have a look at the news, you know, like modern news, because oh. we never really talked about like news and our thoughts on it. And then I was like, nobody wants that shit. Everything's politically charged this day, these right, days. Right. We don't want that. We're not here for that. No. We're charged on the same level. Right. People don't need to hear that from us. Right. Right. So I looked up on NPR. There's a strange news section. Really? Yeah. And I was like, let me pull one out of this. Pull one out. And of in it. happier news on may 16th 2020 2020 2020 what <laughs> see see vomit vomit i just go it just you have a lobe firing my brain didn't even catch up with my mouth no. see this is how yeah. serious this mm -hmm. gets mm -hmm. may 16th 2022 a dog broke into a tennessee's couple's house and snuggled its way into their bed. <laughs> Chance would do that. Yes, that's all I was thinking. It was, <laughs> so they woke up and there was a dog? Yeah, but recently the couple woke up to find a large tan dog sandwiched between them that was not one of their own. You could see light coming into our curtains in our bedroom, and I feel my husband not just roll over, but kind of startled, like almost jump roll over, and woke me up, Julie said. And in a quiet but stern voice, he said, Julie? Whose dog is this? 
<laughs> Julie was admittedly confused, thinking it was one of one of their three dogs, but it wasn't. She then rolled over, locked eyes with Jimmy, only to find an unknown dog in bed with them. <laughs> I just, I think that's just—it's so good. Like it just, like it just cuddled right in the middle of them. It just so snuck funny. in. I was like, I'm sleeping here now. Oh, okay, this is good. This, this is good. It's like Goldilocks. Ah, just right. Yeah, just right. I've been looking for a bed like this and just snuggled in. I read that article and it made me laugh so long. I didn't. I didn't really read the rest of it. I don't know if it was. Um, if they found the owner. Or yeah, what? like it had an owner or something. Oh, that's um, a good story. I like. Oh, that. they did. Okay, it was they. The dog had one, but was scared from a thunderstorm. It oh. said and ran a slipped out of her collar. Oh, it ran away while on a walk with her previous owners, and they couldn't find her. Oh. So then there's a thunderstorm and she's found her way into this bed. And okay. <laughs> okay. That's, see, that would be a chance. Okay. That would be his survival yeah, mode. He okay. wouldn't go hunting. He wouldn't, he would just be like, where's my bed? Is I'm there, gonna, is there a hot door I'm open? I'm going to go find a bed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is soft. This is warm. Yeah. This is going to be snug. I just, I just love that reaction of like, whose dog is this? Who? Like, could you imagine you and dad just waking up and there's just a dog you've never seen before? <laughs> no, just, that would be so freaky. We're just looking at each other. Like, I think it'd be like half relief, right? To find like, not like a human in like bed with you or something. Or yeah, something. like a wolf. A bear. But, yeah, or like a feral pig. But just, it would still be, oh, what's this dog doing? <laughs> it's pretty funny. <laughs> that was one of my favorite on there. Yeah. Um, well, did you see that there was a young moose wandering around Thornton? No. Thornton is a, a suburb here. Yes, there was a young juvenile moose that they think came down from Boulder County um, following a river. Didn't realize how far away it was getting. Can you imagine? Like you're going around, going along the highway, I-25, and, and there's a moose. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. A 700-pound moose. Yeah, moose that traveled about 40 miles down Front Range captured in Thornton. Thornton is Wildlife a officials of tranquilized a 700-pound female moose <laughs> and relocated to the mountain. Yeah, if you don't know anything about Colorado, that doesn't happen. No. <laughs> no, we're talking, we're talking, it's a suburb of Denver. Yeah. We have traffic, we have highways. We don't have... Tall buildings. We don't have mooses. We don't have mooses. <laughs> we don't have mooses. I can't imagine. I had to go to the Grand Tetons to see my first baby moose. <laughs> Little did I know I could go to Thornton, just Colorado, and just see a moose. I didn't even hear about yeah, that. Yeah, That is crazy. Yeah, tucked in behind Chili's and Home Depot is a moose. <laughs> it's a moose, yeah. Tranquilized a two-year-old moose. That's crazy, though, that it's two years old and yeah. 700 pounds. Yeah. They're huge. Yeah. They're huge. Just walking down the river. The moose yeah. are usually, yeah. No, Look at that. Winkle. Look at that thing. I was just cruising. Yeah. Poor little thing was just like, I don't know. Yeah, here I am. Trying to find a bed to snuggle in. <laughs> that was on a golf course. Yeah. Look at just <laughs> poor thing was just just going for a walk, yeah. ends up in the big city. You can make this into a Disney short. Young Moose just yeah. traveling around yeah. and Longer. next thing you know, tranquilizer in his butt. <laughs> just wakes up in a, in a beautiful park again. Like, yeah. oh, life's golden. Oh, no, isn't that funny? Did you hear about that dude who um who threw cake at the Mona Lisa? Yeah, I no. never heard about that one. No. Really? Why would yeah, he do he, that? I don't know. I should probably read more about it, but he was dressed up as an old lady and like went to the front and threw cake at it and, Why? S and smeared it. Why would he think to do that? I don't know. I don't know. It, like, yeah, he was. What would you oh, think? Oh, he yelled, think of the earth. There are people who are destroying the earth. Think about it. What? And then you throw cake at the Mona Lisa? Artists tell you, think of the earth. That's why I did this, he says. <laughs> what? Yeah. 
36 year old wait the 30 year old six year old man was detained and sent to a psychiatric unit <laughs> I think so throw a cake at the Mona Lisa they're like oh you're shit crazy he wakes up in the morning and says I need to make people more aware of what's happening to our earth I got it cake I got it I know. I'm going to smear cake all over that dumb painting. Betty Crocker loves the world, <laughs> so I'm going to make a cake. And it's going to be funfetti. <laughs> it's going to be support the earth and the gays. And Happy will... <laughs> pride. And then just smears it on the Mona Lisa. That will show the world that we need to be more aware. Yeah. Cake on the Mona Lisa. It makes no sense. Oh, no. He's saying to himself, that makes complete sense. I know. Why? I don't know. Mom, what is the psychology of that? What? I don't get it. I'm trying to put that link together. Um, I, I, I'm I, not getting it, but I'm glad he's in a psych ward. Um, yeah, they put up the protective glass. Oh, I didn't know this. In the article, it says in 1911, the Mona Lisa disappeared from the museum. Did you know that? No. They probably, well, they For more not. than two years, there were no hints on where it could be until someone tried to sell the painting to an Italian art dealer who informed authorities. Wow. That's interesting. So somebody legit stole the Mona Lisa and then was just like, I could just sell this. One of yeah. the most famous paintings in the entire world. Yeah, no, no, no. No, no, no. Hey, art guy, you want this? <laughs> Check it out. Pretty good. It's the original. It's pretty good. They've been looking for it. Shh, don't, don't tell, tell anybody. Don't tell them. No, this could be yours. <laughs> could be all yours. It's going to be like 10 bucks. Come on, like 10 Come bucks. On. Yeah. Well, back then they didn't probably have all the, well, they didn't have all the electric alarms and stuff they do now. Yeah. I just, that's fascinating. I didn't know the Mona Lisa was yoinked. I I did not either. Now we know. Shit. Now we're in the know. I know. What else, mom? Tell me, what's another strange story? Those are fun. Yeah, let's see. Researchers spot a rare type of dragonfish at a thousand feet deep. What's a dragonfish? That's kind of interesting. It's a fish. That looks like a dragon? Probably a fish type. Here it is. Here it is. Oh, it doesn't look like a dragon. Why is it called a dragonfish? Yeah, it looks pretty, like a pretty pencil. big letdown. It looks like a wand. Yeah, Harry the, pre- wand. the pretzel stick fish. Yeah, it just looked like a long fish. Yeah, like yeah, a, that story. That kind of looks like a uno. Like, sorry for this, everybody, but my head unopened tampon. <laughs> <laughs> Does that not have unopened tampon vibes? I didn't think of that. Oh, okay. in my, in my first thing, but you yeah. know what, I. What did you, did they catch it and saute it? Just was hoping for a backup. (laughs) Just was hoping for a backup here. I saw that a fisherman caught a hundred year old lobster. Really? Yeah, and he was huge. A hundred years? Well, he was a, yeah, a huge lobster that was a hundred years old. And I didn't get through the story and I was really hoping to myself that he put him back. I think you have to. Do you? I think with certain lobsters, I know they can't take them if they're for lack of better words, spawning or whatever. Like if oh. they open them, they see it gets a female with eggs. They uh, can't. I don't think they can take any females, honestly. I know they have to like tag them. How do you know a female from a male lobster? Um, they have breasts. Like, they, they have breasts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Check for their cup size. <laughs> um, <laughs> does this does this claw make my breasts look Yeah, big? if it starts sa- <laughs> like sassing them out of the water. Excuse me, gentlemen. <laughs> Put that back. You tag it and you say no one can. A hundred year. Yeah, and I was thinking, would he be tasty or should you throw him back? And I was hoping he should say she would throw him back. Well, it, if I feel like if he reported on it, he took it, right? 
Or did, so if it's on or your, did they just catch it and, and then he like threw a him back? Or something? Fisherman catches enormous 100-year-old lobster his ancestors may have met. Wow. Well, yeah, if it's 100 years old. Yeah. But I love bold headlines like that. Like his ancestors may have met this exact lobster. <laughs> My no, great-great-uncle Joe. Caught this same one. No. <laughs> no. Why would you make that bold statement? I mean, yeah, maybe, but that's such a wild ride you're taking us on. Like, his exact ancestors might have caught this exact lobster in this exact latitude and longitude. <laughs> Click George, here for more. George Washington might. George what? Have, George Washington. <laughs> George might, Washington? Might have actually seen this lobster. You never. George Lo, George Lobster. <laughs> Actually, that'd be 200 years ago. Oh, yeah, you know Matt better. I don't know, but I was going to say, yeah, he might have had this as a pet. This could have been Georgie's pet. (laughs) Baby Georgie's pet. Um, A Maine fisherman got a 100-year-old lobster that that they love to say it a million times, that that probably met his ancestors' footage shows. Footage doesn't show that. His ancestors are dead. How could you have footage of his ancestors looking at the lobster? Here's this great Paul Bunyan the Third holding up the same <laughs> lobster. It's great. Did, did he send it? Did, does it say if he's put it back? Uh, that's what I'm trying to find out. A fisherman then holds the lobster up to the camera, displaying its huge size. Let's see. Knowles is a fourth generation fisherman and said it's quite possible the hundred year old lobster would have been caught by his family. <laughs> there we go. God, he's going on with it too. Yeah. We've been fishing these waters for a trillion years. And he looks familiar to me. And my. My pappy's pappy told me that they <laughs> caught a lobster who looked just like this. Just like this. Uh. And because the thing is, here's the thing about this that just clicked with me. Yeah. And I'm calling bullshit on this. Yeah. Why? Look, if this dude caught it, a hundred year old's lobster, it's got to be big, right? Yeah. If his ancestors would have caught it, it wouldn't have been big. So they probably would have hoisted it in to eat. Right. Right? right, because it's not huge at that no. size. Because it would only be a huge regular normal lobster. So you would have grabbed it. Why would you say this lobster looks special? I'm going to throw it back. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So that's hogwash. Yeah. Because no, they, if they would have said, "Oh look, a normal lobster. I got to feed my family. It's the 1800s. I'm famished. Right. Off we go. Yeah. And they take that and they crack it open and they put it with some butter. Right. They don't. Yeah. But to say, oh, it's 100 years old. No, because then that would make this lobster yeah. 200 years this old. This one has a unique look. I'm going to look on this and, article and hope my son catches it in another 100 years. Oh, here we go. Let me read this whole thing to okay, you really tell quick. Me, tell me. This lobster has got to be around 100 years old. It's pretty, pretty crazy to think about. My father has very likely caught this lobster at one point in his life. So has my grandfather. And possibly my great-grandfather has also caught it. If you want to get crazy, it's possible that my great-great-grandfather caught that lobster when he was a baby, Noel says in the video. They've all fished the same area for years. Nah, dog. <laughs> they haven't. <laughs> that lobster would be filleted. Yeah. <laughs> if yeah. you want to get crazy... Adam and Eve caught this lobster. Yeah. They were playing around with it. I remember when this came from primordial (laughs) soup. Goop. (laughs) This is one of the original 10 lobsters. (laughs) This lobster here, folks, this is the lobster. You were right, though. They would have pulled it out and eaten it. Yeah. Yeah, you would have taken it out and had it because it wouldn't have been the same size. Exactly. Anyway, you know what? The people have been asking, though, because we got on lobster talk. Dan, tell us more about this dragonfish. Who asked? <laughs> Nobody. Know. But it, the article because is still open, we... and you took me away from look tampon fish over to lobster <laughs> it head. Look like a tampon at all. It looks like a, it's a tampon. No, 
It looks like a wand or a a, a really long bean. I mean, there's a bu- <laughs> it is very legume-like. It's very <laughs> legume-like. But it is a remarkable sighting, says this article. So we got that going for us, which okay. is nice. Okay. Um, if, you re- if you're if you into dragonfish, it's a remarkable sighting. I mean, yeah. I mean, I never would have thought about dragonfishes before this. You know what is cool and fascinating to me, though? What? We're still finding shit. True. That yeah. is crazy. Like, where were they the herb? No. No, no like deep There's in the oceans? Yeah, we have no clue. But or we'll, that cave that you were talking about in mm-hmm, Asia? Mm-hmm. I wonder what they're going to find in there. I want to go to that so bad. I looked it up, and it's now on a manifesting that. It's only $3,000. To get there or to no, pay to I'd get have in to the pay cave? to get there, too. For four days and three nights in the cave. They oh, take so you around, they take tour. you back in there. Yeah, but you have to. You oh, have okay. to. They shut it down. You can't just go into this cave. Oh, it's not a tourist So it's basically, it is, but it isn't. Okay. Like, you could pay for it, but it, you, there's only 160 visitors allowed a year okay. for it. And it has to go through this organization that's monitored by the Taiwanese government uh, in order to not damage the cave, to make sure oh, it's done okay. right. And that's so good. That's good. Yeah. I, I so, like yeah, that. I know I know. on the service it's not like a tourist thing, but it, they actually, it's super, it's hard to get one of those permits to do it. Like, okay. you have to buy that tour is like years in advance because wow. they're going to do it and you can only, only 160 a year. Wow. Yeah. And then you come out and you purchase a t-shirt at the end of the cave. Yeah, exactly. There's a little little kid slagging shirt. (laughs) Longest cave and I got this. Come get your Song Dong Woom cave shirt. (laughs) Song Dong Woom cave shirts. It sucks. I was number 161. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Don't go Yelp reviews. Cave sucks. (laughs) This cave was murky and damp. Nobody even likes it. Bat shit on me. Check this one out too, though. Woman wins $10 million after accidentally pushing the wrong button on the lottery machine. And here's the best part to this article. Because I already peeked ahead at this one. She says that she didn't even push it. Somebody bumped her. She said a rude stranger bumped her and she poked a button. Wow. Wild. And then you're $10 million richer. Because somebody bumped you and you poked the wrong button. And you were probably, and she was probably like annoyed at that person. He just bumped into me, didn't say a thing, and walked out the door, Edward said. She usually purchases cheaper tickets, but the accidental put button push meant she bought a $30 200X scratcher ticket. Edward said she was annoyed because she had just dropped most of her money on a single ticket. But once she was in her car and she started scratching the $30 ticket and realized she'd won the top prize of $10 million. Oh my gosh. What if that's just like a little, like, hey, see, the universe is weird. Like, what if that's just yeah. uh, like a little angel thing or whatever you want to call it, the universe. But this dude just bumped her. And gave her $10 million just like that. Just with one touch. Just by accidentally bumping this That woman. is so weird how, how life And is. why her? Why her, right? I mean, has she yeah. been a good woman? Has she been manifesting money and stuff in her life? Has she been, you know, like, or right. maybe it's nothing. You know, you know me. I just, I like to overthink it. But I was like, how fascinating. Yeah. An accidental bump. And ten million, she would never would have changed her life. She ne- yeah, she never would have grabbed that ticket. But this dude bumped her, didn't say a word and walked away. Yeah. That's like a movie plot. Like... Yeah. You know, like an angel, you know, oh, you got to protect so-and-so, make sure her life is right. It just does all these things that she finds annoying, but has worked her way towards a different life. These right, ripple a diff- effects. Different from, from, yeah, from one little touch. Well, you've sort of 
alluded to that in, a, in past talks about being annoyed, for instance, at having to be in a long line at the grocery store. But if you had been five minutes faster, would have you gotten hit by a truck or something? Mm-hmm. Same with this. That, that guy, one dude just pushed her and now her life is completely different. Yeah, completely different. I just, I read that and I was like, oh, I didn't think much of it. And then I was like, that is wild. Yeah. Wild. And how you can go from annoyed to like, I have $10 million now. Wow. $10 million because somebody bumped me. Yeah, like, that I was annoyed at. And and you know what was part what was kind of cool about that too? Is that she accepted that. I feel like somebody might have gone, you know, I was bumped. I didn't want this ticket. Oh. I want my money to like return it. I don't know how the lot of works. I don't even know if you can. Maybe it is sales final, uh-huh. you know, when you get it or something. But right. I, I kind of think that somebody was like, if you're really annoyed or maybe even myself would have been like, yo, I didn't want this one. Like that guy accidentally bumped me. Can I get my money or whatever? You can put it back in the machine or. Yeah. And I don't, I don't, I think once you purchase it, oh, okay. it's yours. Okay. But still. Yeah. Still, still crazy to me. Um, a middle school called on Gordon Ramsay for help after being short on cooks. <laughs> Serious? Did he go? I don't know. Yeah. looks like he did. But Celebrity he- chef Gordon Ramsay came to the rescue for Edward Peak Middle School in Biggleswade, UK, when kitchen manager Tina Clark was left to feed hundreds of students alone with two of her employees out sick. So she just called him and said, hey, yeah. Gordon. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Gordon, How do you- can you, what you doing? Gordon, what you doing right now? Yeah. I, yo, she, okay, so she called on, she called on to, she interviewed on BBC Radio. Okay, look, you're swamped, right? Yeah. You got time to sit on the radio. Yeah. You got time to clean shitters, woman. <laughs> just, I'm what? just kidding. But yeah. it is kind of weird, though. Like, oh, I'm so swamped. I'm so busy. Oh, I'm going to call on oh. BBC, too, and ask for Gordon Ramsay's help. Yeah, that'll work. Instead but, of heating up the green beans. Joke's on us. Yeah. Guess who showed up and made it to NPR News? Gordon Ramsay and Tina Clark. Yeah, that's so funny. <laughs> they made it there. Look at us laughing about it. And who? how would, like, if we just called up the BBC... Would we ever get on? No. Why was she put on? Yeah. Well, yeah. Why do you? Why do you just get to go on like that? And why was Gordon Ramsay listening to, and and PR? I have to. I have to imagine there's some piece of social media because it's pretty powerful these days. To like tag celebrities oh, okay. and stuff, and then it like pops up. So I well, why hasn't? Feel, I know. I had. Go ahead. Well, why hasn't Josh Groban? That's what I knew you were gonna me? say. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I just don't think, you know, our supporters of the Potter rallying like we really need them to listen, everybody. Yeah. Tag Josh Groban. You're not doing it for us. No. This is your guys' future. Yeah. I mean, you could, you could have once a week Josh Groban songs yeah. on Mama's Boy make Pod. make old woman happy. That could be a real thing. You know what? Speaking about, about our sponsors and who we've reached out to. Yeah, yeah. I have a complaint. Oh. Uh-oh. Boda Box buttery chardonnay was not available at the liquor store this week they took there's none on the shelves i had to get black box buttery chardonnay you left me speechless i know i know i was shocked i don't know who we got to talk to around here first of all kind of messed up that it wasn't even on the shelves but then i just know you you went to the manager and said i'm janner from Mama's Boy Podcast. I know you've got some in the back. I exclusively drink Boda Box Buttery Chardonnay. Now show me the goddamn wine. And he still didn't give it to you. So that's where my issue comes with. No, he showed me the black box buttery Chardonnay. And it's okay. 
but I'm, I was, you know, there was a little glitch in my life right that moment. They could make it up with a fat sponsorship. Black box, buttery Chardonnay, if you're listening. Yeah, this is your opportunity. This is your opportunity to shine, You could, you could come on in. The mm-hmm. door is open. Uh-huh. The competition has dropped the ball. They did. They, they're well, not honestly, there. how do you feel about it? What? About black box versus Boda box? Uh-huh. I, Let, let's tell the people, do you really know the difference? <laughs> I don't. But I was loyal, and I knew that Boda Box would someday come through. Mm-hmm. But no. Maybe, maybe, maybe you weren't manifesting it hard enough. You weren't manifesting it. Maybe your desires, right? Because you can't just manifest a yacht. If your heart doesn't truly appreciate and value a yacht, you can't just manifest that. Your soul has to know what it wants. So maybe you weren't manifesting a Boda Box sponsorship, but moreover, a Buttery Chardonnay sponsorship. Could, that, could, that could possibly And be. the door opened to try something else, and now Black Box is going to come through in a big way for us. I bet they will. Because your heart didn't, it, wasn't, it didn't really care. About Boda Box. It, it, it did. It cared about Buttery Shard. Okay, I can see what you're saying, but okay. Are we reeling back in? Are we trying to dig out of the hole? Bo- Boda Box, we're sorry. Bo- no, <laughs> so no, we're no, no, they let me down. Because if they That's look at their sales, here where we live. Tanked. <laughs> there is there is a ton of butter, Boda Box Buttery Chardonnay being bought in this area. Bitches be buying butter box, buttery Chardonnay. <laughs> okay? <laughs> but no, you're right. Now I'm going to manifest black box buttery Chardonnay. I mean, either can still sponsor us. <laughs> so don't manifest the other one too hard because we were really working on that Boda box pretty pretty hard. You know, we were, so either one, the door is still open. But what we're, what we're saying is buttery Chardonnay. Okay. Well, I, I get you Because right. that's kind of what I had to boil down to with my Greeks. I liked, you know, I liked the Oikos and the Chobani, and and then I was just like, you know, I like Greek yogurt. And then Miss Ashton came through in a big way. Yes, she did. Big, 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 big way. Right. So now you're loyal to Chobani because she came through to you. That's all it took. Okay. That's all it took. Okay. Yeah, so this this was a fun segment. I just was like thinking about, we've never really like... Because our original, you know, we came out of the gate with our podcast was like, you know, life, like unhinged conversations about life. Right. And I was like, we didn't really talk about life yet. That's, We've had some well, deep ones. Yeah. But we didn't really talk about like what's going on around we us. We talked about the purpose of life. That's pretty deep. That's pretty deep. You're right. You're right. Yeah. What else? A hundred year old lobsters. Yeah. And this one, see, we're now we're talking about life. See, so I was yeah. like, let's talk about some, let's talk about some modern, modern shit that's happening that affects us. Yeah. So that's why we're year old lobster that's why we were, Yep, that's why we we're going off the hip. So, but that being said, it's still would you rather time. Okay. All, All right. right. I'm ready for one. You said that so hesitantly, Janet. <clears throat> because I was enjoying the hundred year old lobster, but I'd rather do it. Do you want to go to some more articles? No, I want to do a would you rather because it's always stimulate conversation. No, I can uh, I can go either way. We no, can no, we no. can we can keep we can no, we can uh, switch up episode no. fourteen because you know why? Why? It's our pod. Yeah, we can do whatever the hell we want. We do whatever but we I want a would you rather. I'm up for it. Okay. Yes. I had to check with you, you know, because your happiness is my happiness. That's so true. And my happiness does nothing to affect you, clearly. I could, so I could make your life hell. <laughs> I could short shoot your bed every night. Yeah, you love to say that. That is such a sixty three year old prank. <laughs> <laughs> that is 
That's such an old prank. Come up with some new ones. Saran wrap the toilet. Do something. Make me, make me poop on saran wrap. But short sheet the bed, I just pull it a little harder and it comes right out. And then I sleep like a baby and I don't know any different. Like, and, going, and it would be hard stupid. on your arthritis knuckles to really tuck that in there. It'd be so much work for me to do that. Yes, it would be a lot of work. Like and you no love to threaten me. With, you love to threaten me with short sheeting the bed. Like, oh, no. No, please. Don't do it, mother. Yeah, like, like you could you could prank me by pretending Chance ran away. That would really devastate me. But we go short sheeting the bed. It's, it's the best you got. Yeah, and I'm just thinking about how much work that would be. Yeah. You have to pull it out, pull it up. Ooh, I'll get him. 30 minutes later, you end up cleaning my room, vacuuming the floor, just setting the prank up just right. Short shake. Ooh, she made my bed. Why are my sheets so tiny? <laughs> Got him. You would be in bed too. You wouldn't even witness it. You would just, it'd be a sad, sad prank. I wouldn't even say anything in the morning. I'd be like, that was oddly tucked in. Okay, good night. And you'd wake up giggling. <laughs> I got him. All right. So the sad truth is, y'all, we ran out, we ran out of our baggie of would you rathers. Right. So, which was kind of the reason last time we rapid fired them. So it might need to happen again. Yeah. We, I mean, we could make this a thing where we ask multiple or we could just pick one. But sometimes, since we're just scrolling, some can be shitty. So l- let's just see. I'm just going to go. Tell me when to stop. Stop. Our podcasts okay. are fluid. They're very fluid. Mm-hmm. Tell me when to stop with my finger. Stop. Okay. The only one on the screen. Good thing oh. you told me to stop right there. Right there. <laughs> There's only one of one right there. It's like being pushed at the lottery machine. Exactly. I had no choice. <laughs> and although I'm pissed off about this, I'll accept it. Okay. Um, no, this is going to be dumb. I, because. Because. Would you rather have a hundred year old lobster? Or, or a tampon fish. <laughs> Which one would you rather have swimming around? I'm going to go with um, dragonfish because it would be cool. You need like a high pressure tank. They found it a thousand feet down. I would go with a lobster because I bet it's tasty. Mm. That shows the difference between two of us. I would take a young, cool dragonfish. You would take an old, hundred-year-old lobster that would just kind of mope yep, in the bottom of the tank. But you know what? Dragonfish is used to those really bad pressures, high pressures. <clears throat> yeah, well, you know what? Down and that just, lobster is a hundred years it old. It would explode. It just sits there. And no, here's the thing. It. Here's the thing. That lobster has been caught by so many people. <laughs> It's been caught by your ancestors, your ancestors' ancestors. It was it was caught, some say, by Elon Musk himself <laughs> when he drogued the ocean. All right, this would you rather. Would you rather have a successful podcast or a successful YouTube channel? See, I don't know because I don't really Mom. care. Oh, <laughs> podcast. <laughs> You didn't was, really think about the I was question at first. The grand, I know the grand idea. You were thinking of technology in general. Yes, I was. I, <laughs> I could tell. I saw it over. I was like, Wait "No, no, you're not getting the gist of this." No, no, no. And I didn't make this one up either. This was the "Would You Rather" we stopped on, and uh, oh. yeah, I think we'd pick a we'd, podcast. Okay, I, I pick a podcast. Okay, I pick a podcast. I pick a podcast. <laughs> Mom just goes, "No, scary." Yeah, Mom, we're of, on a podcast. I was thinking of technology. <laughs> no, no, don't do you that. You don't want this to be successful. Okay, tell me when to stop. Stop. Tell me my finger to stop. Right there. Funny would you rather questions. Okay. That's not what we... Tell me when to stop. Yep. Tell me when to stop. Right there. Would you rather every shirt you ever wear be kind of itchy <laughs> or only be able to use one ply toilet paper? One ply. I hate oh, itchy. Oh, are you serious though? Oh, I hate itchy. That's a itchy. good one. I like this one. Oh, I hate itchy. I hate labels. I know, but one ply, mom. You, you'd be popping through that. Hold on. Let me reread it though because... Yeah, but I don't like that. Okay. 
Here's why I don't like it. Because if it's one ply, you just you grab just a lot, lot of, of it. it. Let's just say you can only have one square of one ply or an itchy shirt. Ooh. But how many? Now, what did it say? Itchy shirts all the time, right? Um, would you rather every shirt you ever wear yeah. be kind of itchy? No, no. No, I'm sorry. I'm still going with a one ply. But see, I picture kind of itchy. Like, you know when you get your hair cut and yeah. you get those little hairs in there? Oh, so it's I not like it, though. I know. I don't like it. But, Mom, you're going to have some Dirtsky fingers. Oh, okay, but I can wash them. But wearing a wearing an itchy shirt all day to work, no, thank you. Because I even you're, get you're right. You can wash your fingers. I even get. I just hate those little labels. And a lot of times when I'm on the road, I don't even use toilet paper. So Ew. I'll take. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Sometimes I just boudet myself. I just <laughs> find a garden hose and just kind of look around. I'm like, yeah, they won't notice, and then peace out of there. Oh, one time at my, I had a label that was bugging me so much, and. I was at work, so I couldn't do anything. I took some scissors and I reached behind me and I cut the label. She got a hole in my shirt. You got a shirt, yeah. <laughs> and it was a designer shirt. Oh, yeah. That's like when uh, the first time you learn your lesson about pulling a thread. Uh-huh. You're like, oh, a thread. And you just unravel your shirt. You're like, uh-huh. oh, oh, man. Yeah, I did that to one of my favorite shirts recently. Really? Because the arm uh-huh. was just tight enough. You know, just tight enough to like make it look good Ooh, on the bicep, your but not like, oh, he's wearing a baby gap shirt. Yeah. Just tight enough. Uh-huh. But there was on the right arm, there's a string and I pulled just uh. a little bit of it, but it loosened the whole thing. So now my left arm sits perfectly. It's got some definition. Yeah. My right arm, it's like a goober. <laughs> it's like an idiot. It's an idiot sleeve. It's just like one arm is like so different. Yeah, one, exactly. It looks yeah. like my right arm has been in a cast for the last year. <laughs> no definition. My left arm is looking good. Yeah. So I learned that lesson on that shirt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Speaking back to the beginning of the pod, we learn lessons. We do every time. Be careful when you pull the thread. You pull a thread and shit happens. And you did throw a whole good <clears throat> shirt away. Yeah. That Junis is so cute in her. Would you rather eat a sandwich made from... Four ingredients in your fridge, chosen at random, or eat a sandwich made by a group of your friends from four ingredients in your fridge. What? I'm going to let my friends pick my sandwich. Yeah, but but I guess they're asking, do you trust your friends? Mm, yeah. Well, you did. You know, you did. You know, I did have a life lesson, so. <laughs> and you did. Like, probably before today's podcast, I would not trust your friends to make your sandwich. Yeah. But now, I think you can trust your friends. <laughs> uh, I'm thinking what we have in our fridge right that's now. That's what I was thinking about, too. We've got leftover peanut sauce from Fa. We've got about two white eggs worth of eggs. Yeah. I, we don't have that bad of stuff in our fridge right now. So, I guess it wouldn't matter. Yeah, but somebody could give you just like a Worcestershire sandwich sauce, oh, sauce true. sandwich. That's true. We do have that. And lemon juice dip. It could just be like condiments. That's true. Like here's your lemon and, oh, like horse lemon radish. and goat cheese and horseradish. Horseradish. Why did I say goat cheese? I don't know. I meant uh, Greek yogurt because then it would curdle and then you could put horseradish on it. Yeah. Here's a horseradish sandwich. Yeah, eat your horseradish sandwich and shut up. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so I think that question is actually asking, do you trust your friends? Yeah. So there is more. There is more than meets the eye. I think my friends would make me a decent sandwich. Um Yeah, your friends would. Your friends are your friends are very lovely people. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I enjoy your friends. Your your friends are lovely, but they're more Oh, let's give him something to think about. Oh yeah. Hell yeah. Skittles would put a tampon fish in my sandwich. (laughs) 
after everything we've said about him, Skills is not building a good sandwich for me. <laughs> no. He's... I'm eating shit sandwiches for dinner. That's what's happening on all of these. He's like, oh, yeah? You're going to talk about me and your mom? Uh-huh. Yeah. Here's oh, look. Here's, here's some a fish canned dog looks, food. Yeah, dude. here's canned dog food. Although, I hope we don't have canned dog food in our fridge. Well, we do, actually. We do. Geez. We do. We totally do. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. None of my friends are touching that. Yeah. Um... Yeah, some of these are just really dumb. Would you rather be famous but ridiculed or be just a normal person? Normal person. Famous but ridiculed. Well, does fame come with money? Well, like Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. That's stupid. Why is the world caring about them for one thing? That is true. Yo, preach, mom. Why is there so much coverage? The only thing I will say about that, though, is I think... It, what's what's bigger about it? Because like, I don't really care that much about celebrities, but I think what's bigger is showing that Johnny Depp, a male, can go through domestic abuse and it can yeah. leave real trauma. I don't care about all, all the in and outs, but I think that's the bigger piece is saying that like, hey, men, men can suffer Powerful abuse as well. Powerful men with lots of money. Can also be abused. <clears throat> you know? Like so I, I actually didn't even know what any of it was about. I don't, I don't I, know. I still don't know like the full gist. I thought that... But... Amber Heard sued because of domestic abuse. Yeah, well, she, I thought she sued because of some tabloid. See, I don't know all the in and outs. Yeah, I thought I it was some either. tabloid, but then it turned out like she wrote it or something. But, I mean, you listen, and it's pretty crazy about, like, her like, just admitting to hitting, hitting him, but just saying, like, oh, I didn't hit you. I slapped you. There's a difference, Johnny, and blah, blah, blah. Like, real stuff like that. But I still, I don't know. Like, I don't want to shake it off because there are people going through stuff but in terms of like generally caring about celebrity stuff like I don't put any more value on that because they're celebrities than I would about somebody else's case because unfortunately there's a lot of people that go through that all the time and they're they're battling that and so just to lift them up because they're celebrities that's the part like I don't agree with okay people real people are battling this who don't have the resources who aren't actually making even more money off of this right you know that are suffering and and it does tend to be women you know there there's no doubt that the statistics lean towards more abused women but yeah I just that's the only part I don't stand is like oh celebrities yeah I didn't read anything about it because I don't care what Johnny Depp and Amber Heard are doing but Mm. you're right if it's a bigger issue perhaps I should have paid more attention to the actual issue but to the stars themselves the celebrities themselves yeah i don't care the only reason i cared a little bit and i'll just be honest is because johnny depp just has a little nostalgia from pirates of the caribbean true i mean you just that was like my first intro to jay depp yeah you know and you're like oh man and so like sometimes when i don't know it's got that like vibe to it I guess Disney pulled him, pulled his character out of the ride, um, Pirates of the Caribbean. Mm-hmm. But now I guess they're restoring it or I don't yep. know. Yep. That's because he was at fault and then it all turns out he wasn't at fault. And so, you know, Disney and these companies just side with whoever they think is right. So they're yeah. like, no, you're pulled. Oh, wait, you weren't wrong. Okay, you can have it. It's like, yeah. Get your facts straight. So, yeah. Look, we're already spending too much time on the Depp Heard deposition. Well, it's going back to the would you rather. I I would just want to be a normal person because if you're a celebrity, yeah, the money is kind of nice occasionally and fame, maybe occasionally you get lots of perks for it. So, you're saying, go ahead, sorry. But I, I would want to be able to go to Target, go to King Supers and get. Black box buttery Chardonnay <laughs> without having people want your autograph and, you know, taking pictures of you. and. But you could have such a fat garden. <clears throat> oh, yeah. You have, like, couldn't you put up with a little ridicule for, we talked about this, what we would do with all this money. You would have, we'd have our own vineyard. 
Yeah. We'd grow our own weed. We'd have a hot tub overlooking said vineyard and said weed. Right. We'd be roasting blunts and drinking our own buttery Chardonnay. True. Couldn't you put up with a little ridicule just to like have our own vineyard? But I'm not that tough. I have kind of, I wear my heart on my sleeve and my skin is kind of thin. Good. That was a test because you know what else? What? That means you're content with what you have right here. You got a I garden. Am. You've got a little dog. You, you already have buttery Chardonnay to drink. Yeah. So content. you're content with it. So why be ridiculed when you already have a pretty good life? I do have a great life. You know? And I just, I would I would be so sad and so obsessed with what people are saying and, oh, no, what did I do wrong? And that would not be worth the grand gardens. and. Yeah. It would probably make me into a recluse. Like if I could have a big yeah. house, all the money and stuff, but then I knew I'd be ridiculed going out or like uh-huh. always pestered. Yeah. I'd probably be hiding low a lot more. Right. But I mean, you could just fucking snatch up some islands. True. But okay. Like, like Meghan Markle <laughs> and Prince Harry. Yeah. Can they really go anywhere? Do they really have that freedom? Yeah. Without the paparazzi always following them? Yeah. I've always just wanted the money without the fame for sure. Yeah. So when you add that, that layer of fame, like, yeah, that's just, yeah, that's tough. Because, yeah, like even if you took away from this, like, you're not always, because basically, yeah, I mean, if you're always, basically, if you're famous, you're ridiculed at some level. Oh, There's yeah. There's always somebody that doesn't like yeah, you, that's exactly. jealous, that's always doing something. Mm-hmm. I mean, a dude threw cake at a Mona Lisa. If you can get mad at a painting, imagine a real life <laughs> Mona Lisa. People hate you. <laughs> they hate a painting that doesn't talk back. Yeah. Yeah. And they hate you. Yeah, yeah. I don't I don't know. It'd be tough. I always just thought it'd be easy to ignore it, but I, that's such a bold statement. That's such a, to think that you could just ignore it. It would be everywhere. You, you lose some of your freedom, I would think. Yeah. You'd have to. You can't just do whatever you want. Yeah. Well, yeah. We're on the same page though. I'm just playing devil's advocate. We're definitely on the same page. I think, I think I would just choose to be a normal person. Cause at first it did sound nice with the kind of, you know, lifestyle and stuff, but yeah, I take after you. you. Got a sensitive heart, and I think it would just beat you down eventually. Like uh-huh. you would just say, you know, after after you bought everything you wanted and you had all that stuff, then what? You're yeah. still getting ridiculed, uh-huh. you know. Whereas you're a normal person, you might kind of struggle for, or you're just successful without it, and you're, you know, you don't need the stuff. Yeah, like that one. Yeah, of those ones. Like one of those. Of the other ones. Like your gold pool. Would you rather never be stuck in traffic again, or never get another cold? Ooh. Or never get another cold or never be stuck in traffic. I'll be honest. I would rather never be stuck in traffic again. I spent so much time on the road uh, and that cold, I just had a cold. You guys probably heard it in the last few pods, but yeah. I had a cold. I was still living a pretty normal life with it. Yeah, you can. You know, I was still like, it, it, it was inconvenient. And I guess that's traffic too. But time is a lot more valuable to me. And like, I learned a lot of patience sitting in traffic because what else you supposed to do? But... If I could choose not any of that when I'm on the road and just cruise wherever I wanted to go. Just some smooth sailing. Yeah, I just have some stuffed nose. On the other hand, colds can turn into pneumonia and become deadly. Yeah. But that's not what they're saying. Yeah, you could die in a traffic accident. I, I'm kind of, I get so annoyed in traffic. I know. But I'm kind of with you. Yeah, like imagine, like, your commute to work would be so different if you just knew there was no traffic. Yeah, you just You just, just would drive. know. Like, you would just be 10 minutes. Because yeah. 10 minutes in traffic feels ten mi- different than 10 minutes in, like, in, just straight commute. Yeah, yeah. So even if they were the same. So, yeah, I just, it's, I don't think you realize how stressful it really is. Because I, and here's a perfect example, because it was amazing 
when COVID happened and I was still going into work. Yeah. Nobody was on the streets. I remember not even policemen. I was going 110 miles an hour to work. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I was cruising. I would go out on I-25 and then I'd get on 225 right there and uh-huh. then take that all the way down. I would be in Parker. I'd go from Denver to Parker, which is where it was, in about 15 minutes, 10 to 15 minutes. Wow. I would fly. And like I wasn't like dangerous. There was just nobody, right? Like right. I wasn't I wasn't dangerous. I mean, maybe a little bit, but anyway, it's fine. But, but I wasn't, yeah, there's nobody. nobody. There's just nobody. Yeah. There's just absolutely nobody. And if you just kind of drive like that all the time, like I just remember how amazing that was. Like to just, I, I, there's nobody. And the cops weren't even there because they did, you know. Cops are working from home. No, I don't know what they're doing. <laughs> no, you're right. I do remember when there was not much traffic with COVID. Mm-hmm. That was so nice. It, yeah, no, and th- as things get more populated and crowded and highways get crowded, I'm going with the yeah. traffic. Yeah, because colds are inconvenient, but you can get over it. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. All right, how about we do three more? Got it. You want to do is three more unless we get we get rocking on one. Um. Some of these are weird. What, I don't know what category I got into. I'll have to print some more off again, y'all. So just, just bear with me. Okay, let's put this one. Would you rather live until you are 200, but look like you are 200 the whole time, even though you are healthy? Okay. Ooh. Or look like you are 25 all the way until you die at age 65. Well, that's a young. Oh. That's a young. It's a young marker to put on it. 65. You got a few years That's left, Ma. That's what saying, yeah, but you look like you're 25 mm-hmm, the, whole the whole time. time. Okay, but but you're age, but basically you're aging internally. Right. Because you'll look 25, but you'll feel the say the age. Yeah. Or the other one is you live to 200 and you look that old, but you're healthy. Yeah. That's really tough because I think I've mentioned before when I switched jobs like uh, two years ago, I experienced ageism for the first time in my life and it was not a comfortable feeling. Yeah. And so to always look like you're 200, man, that's old. You're going to be old and shriveled and hunched over. And, um, and you know, I don't know the perks of looking like you're 200. In other words, you look like you're 25 and you get, get some perks, especially if you're, uh, uh, you ha- are nice looking. I mean, I mean, I feel like you're talking like almost exclusively about work because my mind went straight to like, oh, easy. I'm picking 200 because I can still go hiking. I can go adventure. I can do all that because I'm healthy. Ah, which is nothing wrong with your angle. It was one I didn't think of. I just mean like it's just interesting how you went straight to there because you experienced that ageism and you're like, man, finding a job looking 200 would suck. Yeah. Whereas I was just thinking, God, feeling 200 or feeling old. That's true. I mean, but and maybe again, I'm too sensitive, like I just admitted to, but I feel as we age, as I age at least, it's um, you're more invisible to other people. You're mm-hmm. not. You're not I, Interesting. I, oh man, I wish this wasn't at the end. That's something I'd love to talk to you about. You feel a little bit more invisible as uh-huh. you get older. Uh huh. Really, that's powerful. Yeah. I mean, I've I've heard a little bit of that just when I was working with seniors. They didn't quite put it as like I'm feeling invisible, but mostly I'm not feeling heard. Is what you hear yeah. a lot. Like their words didn't have weight. Is right. what I remember hearing a bunch. Right. Like they they felt like a child because they would say things and it just. I mean, at least the setting I was in. I'm not saying that's you, but the setting I was in, they would say a lot of stuff and it didn't. It seemed like we always knew better than what they were saying. It's right. their health. It's their this and this. But so they just never felt valued in that way. 
that's interesting. Yeah, I, I and I, I can't really explain it, what I've noticed, but like making, making polite conversation or something in. I don't, this is random. I'm just trying to find an example, say in line at King Supers. I think people listened more when I was younger um, or responded more positively to, hmm. to general comments than to someone who's older. And there's a lot there to unpack because I wonder two things. Because I, when I think of my experience, when somebody older says something to me, I value it way more. Mm-hmm. I value it way more. And maybe it was how I was raised or maybe it's just my experience or working with this or whatever. But I value that way more. Mm-hmm. And so the other part of that is I wonder, you know, how much you start just kind of feeling that way. And so confirmation bias starts kicking in. True. And you start trying to find like little nuances that say, oh, they didn't care. What right. I said, they my self-confidence, I guess, after. After I experienced all this ageism with work, mm-hmm. um, maybe that's it, Dan. Maybe, maybe I have, I'm less confident. Well, and let me interrupt because I'm not trying to say that your feelings aren't valid. They're 100% valid. It, it might truly be happening. I was just more playing devil's advocate because that could really be happening. And it mm-hmm. sucks, you know, people like that. It's not being valued like when you were younger. Mm-hmm. But I was just wondering the other side of it, too, is how much do we just start perceiving things right. that aren't always there? You know, I do. Uh, a shout out to our neighbors across the street from us because they're a young mm. couple, but yet they seem to enjoy coming over and hanging with us. Yeah, I've and noticed that. It's cool. I, I was yeah. always, I, I, the couple times they've, they've agreed to come over, it's like, you want to hang out with old people? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I just think what's cool about them is they just value good conversation, good company. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and those people are important. Not yeah. them, our neighbors, but those type of people right. that just value it doesn't matter who you are. Let's just have a good conversation. Let's have a good meal. Let's have a whatever. Right. I think that's how they are. Yeah. Yeah. Let's just talk. So shout shout out to them. Yeah. 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 Yeah, They're, they're super cool people, but um, yeah, that's ah, man. I'd love to talk to you way more about that. It's just an interesting topic. Like that's, you know, just our age gap and that feeling yeah. of feeling invisible. And, and you know, because I don't, I right now, I don't feel like I carry a lot of weight when I say things. I always used to look forward to getting older so that I would be heard, you know, and yeah. maybe that was just a thing I was in my head that yeah. people weren't really listening. And I always knew I felt like a kid. Uh-huh. Like I always just kind of perceived myself as a child. So I was always like, oh, no one really listened. Yeah. But I think I was being listened to. Yeah. I just like... So that's interesting. I mean, we're going through that. Well, I, I, I just, I'm going to contradict myself though, because mm-hmm. I do kind of have a lead foot and I've been pulled over twice in the last six weeks. And both times I just got a warning and I was definitely way over the speed limit on these back roads. And I was thinking, I wonder if it's because of my age. Well, it could be. But that doesn't contradict what you said earlier. You know, when having conversations with somebody, you could kind of feel invisible. Yeah. But then in moments like this, they're like, oh, she's a, a cute granny. lady. Yeah. <laughs> Which you're not. You're not even yeah. close to a granny. But yeah. yeah. Maybe she, maybe there maybe there was a level of respect for that. And it was both women policemen. Shout out to um, them. Um, women policeman who pulled me over who also gave me the warning and and I, I i was surprised because i was definitely speeding i didn't realize what the speed limit was so i was going at what i was comfortable <laughs> but um okay i was going 30 i was going 48 and 35 oh you're just laying it on the line for us now you're yeah. just indicting yourself yeah but the um they gave both of them gave me warnings and i was wondering why why would they do that? I, is it just maybe the philosophy of... Yeah, and I wonder, like, with that, too, maybe police are trying to... 
just, you know, go easy on old people. Yeah, or but try I, to make themselves look better because they've been well, hitting shit storms and they're saying maybe if we just, like, is it that important to write a ticket? Maybe but, they don't want to deal it, with the headache. But it is revenue for the city. But, uh, and I wondered when they pulled away, is it because of my age? Would they have given you the same courtesy? Would they have given a person of color the same courtesy? That was a woman your mm. age. I'm just I'm just speaking thoughts. Yeah. Was it age? Was it what? sex? Were what? you nice? I were was you very particular? Polite. I know. I oh I, I know you were nice, but I'm saying was it because you were so nice? Because I only imagine you being very nice. And they're I saying, was. okay, the she's not a headache for us. We're gonna not cause any. You know, I didn't here's a warning. Argue, you know, when they post. They... Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, they didn't like that joke where you went freeze and you gave him the finger gun. No, they no. weren't fond of they that. They weren't appreciative of that. But I mean, that that part once aside, once they got out of jail, then they didn't give me a ticket. Yeah, once you put handcuffs on them, it was like, oh, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? I got you. I once, got you. Once they, I passed the psych test, then yeah. they let me out. Then, then, then all was golden. <laughs> you did not throw cake on the Mona Lisa. Okay, you can go. <laughs> You're good to go. You're good to go. <laughs> all right, let's do one more here because then we got to close her out. Okay, but, baby. Mmm. Mmm. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Yeah, we had to have a this, good one. I know. This one, let's just see if we can answer this really quickly. Would you rather be forced to dance every time you heard music or be forced to sing along to any song you heard? Oh, I would want to sing along. And I would want to dance. That's why yeah. I said quickly because, I mean, you're forced to, but yeah, somebody oh, can yeah. force me. To, it's, it wouldn't, it wouldn't, I, in that case, no one would have to force me well, ever. Let me sing. Yeah, I'd be like, oh, yeah. I have to dance this? Okay. My voice is getting suckier and much lower. They think I'm a man. But you're a dancing king. Yeah, I do enjoy I enjoy it. I, I like to shake what, I mean, look, it yeah. took you nine months to make me. Yeah. I'm going to shake what you gave me. Yeah, baby. And I'm going to sing my heart out, damn it. Well, we're going to come up with that routine we've already agreed to and be we on did. America's Got Talent. We did. We are going to, everybody look out for us on America's Got Talent. Yeah. Here's here's one, okay? Okay, was this the very last one? Yep. Okay. Would you rather know the history of every object you touched or be able to talk to animals? Talk to animals. Really? Oh, yeah. Wouldn't that be fun? I know. I think so, too. But, like, knowing the history of every object, like, just touching it. Like, I mean, it wouldn't be fun, like, around here, but I would definitely be flying to these museums and, like, oh. Yeah, like, but the bed I'm sitting on. You came from American Furniture Warehouse. <laughs> right. You were built by Joe. Have you touched it? No, like, I want to talk t- to Touch Chance. my phone and it just shows me the the poor sweatshop kid building it. Yeah. This was built five years ago. It just shows some crying kid. Oh, I don't want this history. No, I, I wouldn't want to talk list. to the dog who woke up between us, who's not our dog, yes. and say, what the hell? Yeah, I would talk to the lobster and say, did my great-grandparents catch you? <laughs> did my, did my great-great-grand... He would say... No, you idiot. Now no. put me back. <laughs> put me down. De- no, nobody caught me until now. You're an asshole. Put me down. Also, why are you fishing these water? Go away. Yeah. Yeah, that's what he would say. And I would want to talk to Chance. Yeah. We could just communicate. Like, hikes would be so different. I'd be like, look, dude. Yeah. Scare squirrels away. Stop barking. Like, be nice to other dogs. Like, yeah. Life's chill. You don't need to protect me all as well. And then you'd be like, okay. I would definitely want to talk to animals. For sure. Uh-huh. Talk to animals. Uh-huh. Settled. Dr. Doolittle. Yeah. Did you ever watch Dr. Doodle when you were young? I did, but yeah, a long time ago. The, I remember the song, If You Could Talk to the Animals, Just Imagine It. Okay. Nice. That and Flubber. Do you remember the movie Flubber? Yes. Quality flick. Don Knotts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But some of those movies got a little wonky with Eddie Murphy when he started yeah. playing too many roles. Yeah. Well, on that note, I guess it's time for us to go. It's been fun. It's been a lot of fun. Thanks for joining me, Janner. You're welcome, Danner.
And to everybody who listened along, thank you. Thank we you. We hope you enjoyed episode 14, and we'll see you back next week for 15. Bye-bye. 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 Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Bye